All right, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Team Capsules. I got to tell you, Wiz, we're on to the Los Angeles Rams here, the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, I have a very different fantasy view uh, on this team compared to where a lot of their star players are ranked. Uh, Call me a big-time skeptic of the Los Angeles Rams repeating what they did last year. Yeah, I'll tell you. So this this summer has been really about the Sean Watson and what's going on with him. But I think the number one most uh, story that's gone under the radar is what's happening here with Matt Stafford with his elbow, an injection into the elbow, uh, uh, maybe even two months ago. He's not ready still. There's some weird comments coming from Sean McVay. And unless I see something drastically change in the next couple of weeks, I am downgrading every single Ram player from Cooper Cup all the way to Matt Gay. And I'll start with Matt Stafford. And <clears throat> I'm just concerned about this. Um, I just am extremely concerned that he is not going to make it through the season. I don't like anything that I'm hearing. And, um, you know, this is once the rigors of a long NFL season get underway. Um, I know I'm looking where this player is being ranked, and he is right on the cusp of quarterback one. Not for me. I'm going to take a pass on him, um, and I'm going to go in a different direction and take even quarterbacks that that people view considerably lower um, on their draft board. So. I'm concerned about Matt Stafford. I think this is the the story that's gone under the radar uh, all year, and I'm downgrading every single Rams uh, skill player. All right, so uh, you and I are – folks, Wiz and I have not talked about this. So, uh, yeah, everything you just mentioned, what I'm reading – and by the way, Wiz, do you realize what a drastic change statistically – first of all, the Rams were a different team offensively late in the season, and I believe Matt Stafford's injury was a huge part of that. They protected it a little bit more last year. Andrew Whitworth is gone, their star uh, uh, left tackle. So I'm sorry, folks, if you're ranked – I'm personally – I know what he did last year, uh, you know, 40 touchdowns, uh, Super Bowl, 22 touchdowns the first half of the year in the first eight games – he had 18 in the last nine games, but he threw for 45 yards less a game in the second half versus the first half. I think injury is a big part of that. Count me as a guy who will not be drafting Matt Stafford, and I'll probably be staying away from a number of these Los Angeles Ram players. Now, again, value is going to be the part of it for me, but at this point, I am very, very challenged by the situation uh, on the injury with Matt Stafford. John Wolford is his backup. He's not going to excite anybody either way. So if he does go down for an injury, you know, the Los Angeles Rams are going to be in, in, in deep doo-doo. And <clears throat> I have Akers, you know, I just mentioned Connor, and I have Akers in that group too, running back to um, in, in, in a group like I said, with Dobbins and Connor and, 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 and some of these other guys. Um, so running back two for him, and I, I, I'm not sure if I have, looking at it, Henderson, a standalone value, a running back three, a flex play, somewhere in that grouping. But running back two for Akers, flex play for Henderson, 
but I'm ready to drop both players if I see continued shaky news on Stafford. I think it's going to affect the entire offense. So um, in a group of players that I have right around Akers, that may be the tiebreaker where I go to other players. So if all systems go, Akers 2, Henderson, Flex, how do you see it? Yeah, I think that's right. And Akers miraculously got back on the field late last year. Uh, I, I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, it happened. He was on the field in the, in the playoffs. And you saw the rust. I think it was kind of, you know, personally, I think it was forced. Sony Michelle was a big part of what this team did offensively last year. The Rams do want to run the football. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned, like I said, on, on losing Whitworth is something that's uh, noteworthy. Um, but Akers will be a better player this year. And you can make the argument that Akers uh, – I can see people making the argument with with the situation going on with Stafford that Akers actually becomes a bigger focal point in this offense. So um, I think people enticed by the by the player's ability for sure. Uh, Henderson is still hanging around. They drafted Kieran Williams, uh, who eventually is a player that they're looking at is just going to be a, a more prominent player in this offense. But you know he is a rookie. Uh, but I I, I kind of agree with you in terms of how you have the two players ranked, Wiz. And I'm also, the other thing about Akers is you have to, you know, hear what McVeigh is saying. McVeigh is saying is we're not going to kill Akers this year, a year off that injury, when we feel we have two good running backs. And he's right. They do have two good running backs. So aside from the Stafford thing, do you think that the carries this year, considering, you know, they want to keep Akers fresh, even though the running game may become, as you said, a, fo- a, uh, you know, a focal point of the offense, do you think that Henderson and Eagles will get a little closer together in terms of the amount of times they tote the football? Yeah, there's, there's a distinct possibility of that. The Rams ran the ball over 400 times last year. Now, some of that includes, like, early in the season, Robert Woods running the football. Uh, you know, I think, a few, I think you'll see some other players get involved in that as well. We'll talk about that when we get to the receiving group. But, yeah, they, they do still want to run the football, this team. Um, but, yeah, I can see very easily this being kind of like, a, you know, a 60-40 type split. Uh, I think that's something that's uh, very easy to see. And like I said, if you look at the breakdown last year, the way McVeigh used his two running backs uh, in Michelle and Henderson over the course of the year, that's the way it broke down. So the Cooper Cup's 2021 season was absolutely insane. Um, <clears throat> his numbers, he was unstoppable. It was like Mariano Rivera's, you know, cutter. You knew it was coming and there was nothing you could do about it. Like, they, you knew they were going to get the ball of Cooper Cup and he was uh, indefensible. Um, they couldn't stop him. I'm concerned about the Stafford injury again and again and again. I'll keep saying it. I'm worried. I think that it, it will be tough to duplicate that year. And then if, if Stafford's not there, um, I think people will be taking Cooper Cup with a very, very, very early pick that they may regret if Stafford misses substantial time. Allen Robinson, I, this is a head scratcher to me. People have him, I've seen him ranked inside the top 20, even at wide receiver. Um, I have two, my, my issue with Robinson is twofold. One, I don't think... I my view is we're not going to see the Jacksonville Jaguars version of Allen Robinson again. And two, 
if Stafford goes down um, with them probably leaning on the running game and then Cooper Cup getting the majority of the targets, where would that leave Allen Robinson without Stafford? So I'm, I'm surprised at where he's ranked, and I don't agree with it. Um, Van Jefferson, would, he's supposed to be ready for week one. I don't have him as a fantasy football starter, but would certainly move up if something would happen on the depth chart of wide receiver. But then again, you still got to worry about the Stafford situation. So that's how I'm viewing it. I'm interested in your view on Robinson. Yeah, I'm. I'm never been an Allen Robinson fan. Uh, so you you mentioned the Stafford injury, and it takes time to build rapport with a player. Uh, so for all those reasons, uh, count me out on Allen Robinson. I think that ranking is way too high. I had Van Jefferson in a couple of leagues last year. Wiz, if you actually look at it, he, he actually was ranked. Uh, inside the top 40, despite being a, a number three receiver on this team. Uh, he's an effective weapon, gets down the field, did have a knee scope, like you said, going to be ready for the first half of the year. Did have six touchdowns last year and 800 yards receiving. That's nothing uh, not to sneeze at. Uh, a solid season, and I think, you know, something along those lines, uh, especially if Stafford's able to stay on the field, uh, is still possible. Um, Cooper Cup can have 13 or 1,400 yards receiving next this current uh, football season whiz and 12 touchdowns and it will be looked at as a, a supreme disappointment from a fantasy production because his year was so unbelievable last year where a player was targeted nearly 200 times uh you know the the amount of catches 145 nearly 2,000 yards receiving just unbelievably duplicate in very difficult to duplicate a historic year by cooper cup uh, some of it, Wiz, does remind me, and again, it's different situations, but kind of where he's being drafted. If we, if we remember talking about Mike Thomas a few years ago, I'm kind of feeling the same way of how people are viewing Cooper Cup this year. Not saying the situation is the same, but I have concerns on the player being able to accomplish anywhere near what he accomplished last year. Yeah, there just figures to be a statistical regression. Um aside from all my other concerns, uh, but he's an unbelievable player, a surefire, um, you know, hands, uh, he, he, you know, nothing gets past him. So uh, it's hard to argue that he's not an elite receiver, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about in relation to where he's been looked at in these drafts. Moving to tight end, um, I'm going to say something that's <laughs> I never thought I'd say. I think Tyler Higby was better off with Jared Goff as quarterback than Matt Stafford. Um, those are the type of patterns that Jared Goff is looking to throw. And <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, the the target to catch percentage um, for Tyler Higby was not good at all last year. It just didn't seem they were on the right page. There was some drops from Higby. I'm not drafting Higby. <clears throat> Inside my top 12 at tight end, I have him somewhere between 13 and 20 in that group. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from Higby uh, because I just look at the pecking order and I just don't think the rapport is good with Stafford. So how do you view Higby? Yeah, just too inconsistent a player is what I would say. You know, a few good games last year, but too inconsistent for me. They they uh, uh, they they back him up with Kendall Blanton, uh, who who made a little bit of a noise late in the year with when Higby was banged up, but. Yeah, I, I kind of have Higby outside my top 10. I, I just think it's too inconsistent for me, Wiz. Special teams, 
that game was was fantastic. The Rams' defense has dominated both defenses. Both defense and kicker should be drafted not only inside the top twelve. I think a case could be made that they're inside the top half of uh, of their um, you know in the, in the in the one grouping. So you could even say Rams and, and Gay inside the top six at their respective um, positions. Again, both the defense and Gay would take a little bit of a drop. Um, if if there was no Stafford for obvious reasons, but um, how are you viewing Gay and Rams, and do you feel both should be drafted in standard leagues? Yeah, I mean both definitely at this point as we sit here for sure. Uh, and as you said, Gay was kind of a cast off from Tampa Bay, but he was effective. He was long. He's playing indoors. Um, Coach is not afraid to use him, so like all that situation there. Uh, and, and this is a solid defense. Uh, Bobby Wagner's been added to this defense, uh, again, up in age, but uh, definitely a solid veteran player. Uh, Von Miller moved on to Buffalo, late season acquisition. But, yeah, you you got you to gotta view the Rams uh, as, a, as a top 6-7 defense as well as the kicker. Uh, and as you mentioned, uh, probably a pretty steep drop-off if, if something would have happened with Matt Stafford. Alrighty, there you go. All right, so that's it for the L.A. Rams. Uh, and uh, in San Francisco, uh, a new era is uh, upon us. Uh, that is the Trey Lance era. We'll talk about that in a second. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, two more teams to go in our wrap-ups of each and every NFL team. Uh, and like I said, San Francisco 49ers next. Next. 